0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Lisa Swiftney. Welcome to episode number one of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing and interviewing Lisa Swiftney, the executive producer and host of this new show, Good Neighbor Podcast, Rochester, Michigan. Lisa, welcome to your show. How the heck are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Charlie? Well, I'm great because, you know, I get to hand the microphone over to you real soon here after this episode. So life is awesome for me. Uh, But before I do that, uh, I want to ask you a few questions. And before I do that, I want to bring your listeners up to speed because they're probably asking, who is this guy? Uh, So let me start with that. I'm Charlie McDermott. And back at the beginning of the COVID outbreak, I created a podcast to hope local businesses in my neck of the woods in Southwest Florida to get their in so many ways inspiring stories out into the local community during the lockdown. Now, we call it the Good Neighbor Podcast because local businesses are the foundation for a strong, vibrant community. They provide jobs, important products, services, donating to and supporting so many local charities and overall enhancing the quality of life for local residents. They truly are good neighbors, but They don't always get the credit they deserve. So I thought the good neighbor podcast would be a great platform to give local business owners a voice. Now this proved to be so popular. The good neighbor podcast has expanded into many other communities all over the country. And now, yep. Thanks to Lisa, Rochester has its very own good neighbor podcast. So congratulations, Lisa, and uh, welcome again to your show. Thank you. Now, I always like to begin with our new good neighbor pod host coast coaster coast, coast podcast host. There we go. Um, you know that that why question because I know you. I mean we we've gotten together in Southwest Florida and and how busy you are and you, you've got magazines that you're publishing and and a life. Um, Why the podcast? You know, why carve out time to donate your time to enhance the local business community?
1: That is a really great question. And the reason that I really love these podcasts is I am passionate of helping business owners, especially small business owners, get their word out. One of the things we do with our publications is we let them tell their story. So this is another... Mm -hmm avenue for these business owners to tell their story and let people get to know who they are and why they do what they do
0: yeah love it love it yeah you know it's so much fun I mean I listen to podcasts all the time uh, and I just love like it, it, it's a getaway right you know it and and for me I can listen to it while i'm walking the dog and working out and and you know with the good number podcast getting to know our local business owners now i cheat because i'm actually you know the host so i hear it twice but you know it's uh it's a wonderful thing to hear these stories now your business tell us a little bit about what you're doing i, I see you a lot uh, i love your videos by the way that you do at least on linkedin probably other places and uh, man I'm always taking notes. You really know <laughs> the branding, but fill your listeners in, in your, in your background.
1: Well, um, my background over the years has been in sales and marketing. In fact, I started off as the sale entrepreneur when I was about seven years old. Mm-hmm. I was part of an organization called campfire girls. And what I did was I, um, sold the most Fannie Farmer chocolate so I could go to camp every year. Oh, so that's how my, my sales career started. But then as I evolved and got older and went to college, I really found helping businesses and creating marketing campaigns and helping helping businesses make their lives easy. We've always talked about the business owner is very good at their craft or what they do but they're not good at all the background things. So I love to come in and help them with the background items that they're not good at to make them better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's in this world, in this day and age, it's, you can't be an expert in any, in, in, in anything. Well, maybe one thing, (laughs) but you know, can't be an expert in everything. And and when it comes to marketing, Oh my Lord. You know, I remember back with my uh, chain of health clubs, it, it was, it was still challenging. And, um, but Ooh, I didn't have to figure out Google and all the social media platforms and and the algorithm changes seem seemingly happen every hour and then all the other options from the print side to you know the 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 car wrapping and bus uh, bus benches and on and on and on i mean it's it's just like i'm I'm so overwhelmed just saying it right
1: right there's so much
0: yeah so yeah. many options yeah so yeah. Business owners, uh, I know, look to you and and uh, really appreciate your insight. My question, though, is if someone has access to a lot of chocolate, are you willing to take that in exchange for for money or, you know, where are you in the, yeah. on the chocolate? Uh, I mean, it, it motivated you back when you were younger. Is it still a, a motivator now?
1: Um, well, I have to say one of my clients right now is a toffee store. Yes, and that's pretty motivational because her toffee is just beyond phenomenal.
0: Oh man, Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be thinking about toffee all day now. Oh man, we'll have
1: to send you some. (laughs)
0: That's great. All right. So, how about mis misconceptions? Uh, You know, if you were to pick that one big myth that you could educate your listeners here, what would that be? And and uh, fill them in.
1: Well, people don't understand that, um, how can I say this, putting their eggs all in one basket. Mm
0: -hmm. You need
1: to, when you're marketing or promoting, is you need to be doing several different things. So people will try one thing and, oh, that didn't work, or they'll try another thing and that didn't work. And it's all about branding and building your brand and getting your name out there more so than it is you know, immediate response of selling your product, letting people know who you are, building those relationships and talking to them. So a misconception is, you know, when you're advertising, your phone's not going to ring right away. It might take a while, but people have to get to know, like, and trust you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you make a really, really good point. Well, actually two points, just (laughs) piggybacking off that last one. I mean, at the end of the day, people buy people, right? Uh, right. and, and wherever you go, if, if you don't have a good interaction and you don't trust that person, you're just not going to become a client or a customer or even a patient. Um, and then there's the, uh, you know, as, as you're sharing the putting all your eggs in one basket. And uh, it, it reminds me of, of two stories over the years. Uh, 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 both of them, I was somewhat intimately involved as, and I knew these individuals. And, and one was back in the nineties. Do you remember, I'll start with, you remember fax machines? Oh yes. (laughs) Um, And if you think back, that was a big deal in the nineties to the point where there was a, a, a guy in a coaching group I was involved with. He was an accountant and that's how he drove in all his business. And then of course, the federal government stepped in and said, "No, no, 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 no more," because you know everyone was was literally getting pot. Remember that the the thermal rolls, thermal and-
1: papers, yeah. Oh my
0: god! And and people were getting ticked off because they they you know overnight they end up with you know going through the whole roll for everyone spamming that with fax messages, menus from the restaurant, local restaurant, all that, and and but that's all he did, and it worked, and then it didn't because he couldn't do it anymore. He may have gotten fined. Um, and guess where he was within months? He was out of business. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's it, it's one of those lessons there being, hey, something's working. Keep it going and then keep adding on to it. Uh, so uh, and, that, and then I had another one that uh, a, a friend of mine who was in the Internet based business. And uh, she just back when you could do this and you still kind of sort of can if you really want it spend your life figuring out how to outmaneuver, maneuver Google. Um, uh, but she was able to game Google. So she got all, basically she owned page one for her category. And then the, and she would get countless orders every single day. And then of course, guess what happened? Uh, she woke up one morning and I forget the, I forget the name of it. Uh, this is years ago. Google called it a, a, you know, the next release and it was a big deal. And, 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 she she went from page one to page 40 oh, again. Ouch. Her business was gone. It was shot because she had no fallback uh, to keep the orders coming in. Uh, so complacency, right? I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's great. It's working today. I mean, uh, have you ever had clients ask you or, or share, hey, you know, we're so busy now. We don't need advertising or marketing, right? And uh, All
1: the time they say that.
0: And then i like to tell a story
1: that I know you and I have both heard was back about the number one fast food chain back in the seventies. And um, in fact, I just told a story to somebody yesterday where McDonald's was the one during the recession that decided to put all their money into marketing and advertising and building their brand because they weren't number one back in the seventies. And the fast food chain that was back number one back in the seventies is now maybe I know of three stores in Michigan, but they're not around There's anymore more
0: than I know of. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, and I always loved a root beer, but um, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but yeah, what's that?
1: It, it is good root beer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a and W root beer for, for yep. uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, is we, we've been around long enough to know times change. Uh, and, uh, so does marketing for that matter. And, and if you're not working with someone who is on top of that and looking not only at today, but more importantly, down the road so that you can be ahead of the curve rather than reacting, Oh my God, fax machines don't work anymore. What am I going to do? I mean, what a horrible place to be in. Um, anyway, let's step away from, uh, work a little, although, we could talk about this all day long. Um, what are you <laughs> doing could. for fun? Out, outside of the fun we're having uh, with podcasting and marketing, uh, what does Lisa do for fun?
1: Oh, well, Lisa likes to spend time with her five grandchildren. Woo! Yes. And um, and travel. And as you know, yeah. we recently bought a house um, or a condo down in Fort Myers. So it's fun to take the the grandkids down yeah. there and – Spend the week and just Mm. enjoy, enjoy life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, what are their ages?
1: The oldest grandchild is sixteen. Wow! And my youngest grandchild is one.
0: Boy, you're yeah, your sixteen year old can have some real fun uh, there. Oh, she
1: did. In fact, she (laughs) saw um, Gulf Coast um, University. Oh. And she's like, oh, so she's checking that out now.
0: I'll tell you what, man. My next life, uh, I'm gonna make sure I leave a note for the future Charlie. Go to (laughs) Gulf Coast University (laughs) for college. Jeez, what a great place! What a great location! All right, well, that was my hardship in life. Although my college was was just fine, just a little chilly. When it comes to your hardship, Lisa, hardship life challenge, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged, you got through it. Now, looking back, you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger.
1: Wow, that's a tough question because I've had many challenges. So for a long time, I was a single parent raising two teenagers, and I really had to reinvent myself and my life because my children needed me. But I also needed to work and have a career. So, you know, we forged forward and I found ways to have it all. You know, Mm -hmm. be that mom, be that entrepreneur and, you know, start businesses and really just um, prioritize what was important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sounds like you just you just knew you had faith. You know, it maybe today wasn't perfect or what you wanted, but you had faith. You had, I guess, a vision. Is, is that a good way of saying it, Lisa? Did yes. You, yeah, yeah. So so important. Yeah, and very difficult. I mean, it's hard to uh, not you're going to ignore where you're at, but you stay focused on the future rather than you know the whether you want to call it the victim mode or you know I have it so hard. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, good for you. How about one thing you wish your listeners knew about, Lisa, and what you do? What would that be?
1: I wish my listeners, or I hope my listeners, um, stay open-minded. I have a couple of people that um, recently just saw the publication and didn't realize there's more behind the print media. You know, we have print, we have digital. I now have a podcast to help businesses, um, you know, achieve what their goals are. But I want them to know that I want to help, you know, and it doesn't cost anything to have a conversation with me. So right away, people will stop and they're like, nope, I don't do that. Nope, I don't do that. But they don't know the whole picture and how there's multiple ways I can help people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, it's it, boy, life is so busy. And uh, I remember even back when I opened my first business in the 80s. And I remember my back then it was newspaper and yellow pages. And, you know, part of me would roll my eyes like, oh, I don't have time for this. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'd, I'd work with my coach or, you know, consultant and and, and they kept reminding me how important marketing was. Now, I was a gym major at Westchester university. So um, marketing, uh, anything related to business, not my cup of tea. It, it was, I was bored silly. And, uh, but they kept just, just ingraining in me the importance of you, you aren't you think you're in the health club business. You're not, you're in the marketing business. And, and if you don't get that part figured out, you're going to be out of business. And so um thank goodness uh they beat that into me and it got to a point where uh, i surrounded myself with very very good marketers and and uh, uh and your offer is is because you've got all this experience and so much time and i know i get into these conversations and and you want to help folks but they need to help themselves right and right. and that's the Uh, the twix in between so when i look at it when i advise business business owners i said whether you want to do marketing or not or advertising or think you need it or not or have a budget for it or not you owe it to yourself your family your employees to have a conversation so you can at least be knowledgeable so that when you're ready And or when you better understand how this works, because let's face it, most business owners, they're very, very good at what they do. But like me with my health clubs, man, I was a kid out of college. What did I know about marketing? Right. Uh, So you you need that tutor uh, in the beginning and an advisor at some point that can help you and guide you. And uh, so awesome. You're available, Lisa. And I know there are folks who are listening to this and and want to get in touch, maybe have a cup of coffee with you and, and learn more. What's the best way for them to connect?
1: Hey, the best way is to call me or send a text message. And my phone number is 248-613-1911.
0: Well, super. Well, here's the mic. Can I, can I virtually hand this over to you? Uh, uh, you know, I guess symbolically, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the mic this over to you. Uh, best of luck, and, and uh, I'm thrilled for you and thrilled for the community, and uh, who knows? Maybe you'll have me on the show at some point.
1: Yes, you'll be one of my special guests. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Lisa. Lisa. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Rochester to nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show. Go to GNPRochester.com, that's GNPRochester.com, or call 248-988-9640.